With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening to the doug gottlieb show podcast Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. I mean, great-ish day. Because there will be no Big Ten football, as uh, that was just announced in the fall. There was no no Big Ten football in the fall was just announced. This is a, a large story, a massive story, and it is an evolving story. Which is really where I want to begin, Okay. I think there's a certain amount of criticism, which is always reasonable. Okay. It's always reasonable. And my kids, they love the idea of the Karen, right? They don't love the Karen, but they love making fun of the people that are the Karen. Let me talk to the manager, right? Now I want to see your manager. That's the Karen. And I think we're in this weird space where, Many people in my position, many fans, but a a lot of people who cover college football are collectively Karens. That's, that's what they are. They're, they just, they're Karens. And from that, I mean the, you didn't have a plant. Let me talk to the manager. And you're like, they should have a, Hey dude, I hate to break it to you. Has anybody on earth ever seen a year like this? Right. In the things that never happen. Well, 
Uh, recently retired NBA superstar dies in a helicopter crash on the way to his daughter's game. That kind of began this downward trajectory. I mean, we could start at the Super Bowl, but that was actually before the Super Bowl. But we've seen crazy comebacks. We, we've seen endings of the Super Bowl, the way it ended. We've, we've seen all of that. Did you ever think the NCAA tournament would get canceled? Because one NBA player got sick? Right? Did you think the NBA season would get postponed? Or they would come back and play in a bubble? Did you ever think in your life that the entire country or most of the country would be on lockdown for over a month? Where you couldn't go out and get a haircut? You couldn't go to your gym and work out? Did you ever think you'd live in a place, in a country where, hey, you know what? We want you to wear a mask every time you go into a grocery store. Right? There are things that we are in the, this has never happened before. And the information has evolved and changed. Like it's, It doesn't work where you're like, okay, how long is this last? It's, it's like, just, just go and look at what you're supposed to do if you come into contact with somebody who tests positive for COVID. Have you read these things? Yes, the, 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 there's a period of time where the first symptom can show up between two and 14 days of when you, like, the data is all over the place. You can be anywhere from asymptomatic to die from it. Like, that is a huge, huge span. Huge span. So this idea that all of these presidents and chancellors and Mark Emmert, who's the head of the NCA, who frankly doesn't have insight or oversight into college football, to the college football commissioners and the commissioners of these massive conferences should have known and should have had a plan in place months ago. You're a Karen. That's what you are. You're asking to speak to the men. You're asking for things like, hey, sometimes the answer is, I don't know. Because if you go back two months ago, if you, this, is, this is true. You go back two months ago, what were colleges doing? Colleges were saying, hey, after Thanksgiving break, students don't come back on campus because they were told by the same scientists and the same doctors that there was a second wave coming and it was most likely to come when the weather got cold. Remember that? And so colleges and universities reacted to that information and they said that when our students return, when they go home for Thanksgiving break, they will not come back okay They'll come back after the new year we'll just extend thanksgiving break into christmas break and call it a day that was the information they had then all of a sudden the information changes we went from lockdown flatten the curve to wait maybe we gotta have a vaccine before we come back that wasn't ever discussed because when this first started there was hey we're not gonna have a vaccine for next year so we got to figure out how to flatten this curve because the other part we were told was it's not so much the virus for kids. It's the amount of people that will be in hospitals and emergency rooms and take up beds and take up ventilators. And our system is just not built for the volume of patients. And when you have a volume of patients who are on vents, who are on respirators, right? at some point in time, you're going to have to make a decision. That guy gets a respirator. That guy doesn't which is what you do out when you're in war, right? We're like, well, he ain't gonna make it. Leave him, right? If that guy's got a shot, pick him up. Give him the tourniquet. Give him all your medicine that you have because you don't have enough for two, right? M- making a decision on dated information is a bad decision and making information, making a decision on information you don't have, but you suppose is a bad decision. You have to make the most prudent decision you can do, you can make, with the furthest uh, view into the future as possible and being reasonable with the ability to be pliable and changed. You, you, you ask the impossible of people and you become impossible to deal with. And then you got guys doing a victory lap. Told you so. Should have canceled it long ago. Do you understand the unintended consequences of canceling a college football season. Just from the aspect of mental health, it's hard for guys to go like, wait, I'm not complaining games. You know, you're the fifth year senior and this was your, for most players, remember there's 85 scholarship players on 125 teams. All right. I'll help you out with the math. Just do 85 
times 125, roughly. That's 10,625 scholarship athletes, roughly at the Division I level, right? That's not counting walk-ons, not counting walk-ons. 10,625, and there are 32 NFL teams, and there are seven rounds of the NFL draft. In other words, of the 10,000 or so, 224 will be picked in the NFL draft. And of those 224, you know, half of them actually make the league, make their team, maybe a higher percentage because they cost so much less than some of the veterans. The other 10,300, you know, uh, you know, are, are, this is, that's it. That's the last time they play football. And many of them played last year and thought this was their last year. Same thing with high school kids. Now, what do you do if you're high school? The, you know, you have a former Florida state athlete who died of a heart attack. And there are, there are some, because he had COVID um, a month ago or so, there are some that fear that it's interrelated and this data is out there and it's uh, what is it called? It's a cardiomyopathy, right? It's basically a virus in the heart which can cause a weakening of the heart. And there are some that believe that that's what COVID-19 can lead to in specific, in certain cases. And by my estimate, this is just me, right? I have said for the last two months, I believe you're safer on campus than you are when you're at home. And the reason is not because you're safer necessarily from the virus, but you're safer from uh, you're, you're protecting yourself from not being treated, not being tested, not being cared for, not having other things evaluated, but also the peer pressure of, hey, dude, we got a game, we got practice. You can't be going out at night. You can't be going out running the risk of, of testing positive because it screws all of us up. And you don't have that when you're at home. But if the disease truly, or if the virus truly caused cardiomyopathy, well, then guess what? It still causes cardiomyopathy when you're at home to the same type of athletes. The only difference is you can't be tested for it. You could actually make the case, and I will, that it's in our effort to care for athletes, you actually care for them more if you bring them to campus than if you keep them home because of fears of the virus. That, that's why anybody who says, like, look, this is about liability more than anything else, it is. It absolutely is. So we got a lot to get to. Like I said, this is an evolving story. Uh, it's crazy how quickly things have changed. It did appear there was momentum to keep college football uh, going on strong, to maybe slow the progress of when the season would start. The SEC, their commissioner, went on Dan Patrick today and said, we're still a full go. Like all of these things are happening at once. And it's because you're getting different doctors and different opinions and different perspectives and different numbers. And that's why anyone who says, well, you should have prepared for this months ago. Like who saw any of this coming? Any of it. And, and shutting down the world was not necessarily a reasonable solution for anybody involved. But that's where we are today. There will be no Big Ten football. Now we'll see. Nebraska and Iowa and maybe Penn State have threatened to go and play in other conferences. And we'll see what other conferences decide. All right, we got a lot to get to. Uh, last night was a win for the Lakers. Why it absolutely matters that Kyle Kuzma hit the game-winning three. I'll get to that next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Have you guys seen this Mark Edwards stuff? There's a dude named Mark Edwards. He's like a basketball trainer. He's got some video where he's talking about some crossover move, which I've, I've never seen taught that way. And dudes are just clowning him. So there's another guy who's a, I never heard of either, but I do know he's worked with some Lakers and uh, his name is Chris Matthews. He's uh, goes by lethal shooter. And this is amazing that Mark Edwards, who's getting clowned on Twitter comes after Chris Matthews with a meme that shows um, of the nine of Chris Matthews clients saw their three point percentage drop this season. That's amazing. Oh, this is, this is, I love this stuff. This is so good. So good. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, so here we are. There's at this point in time, no big 10 college football season. We'll see what happens with the rest of, uh, of, of college football. So I kind of still TBD as the ACC really wants to play. The SEC really wants to play. The Big 12 is like, we'll play, but nobody make fun of us. You know, nobody make fun of us. Anyway, uh, ACC medical expert says football can be played safely. Yeah, that's, you know, football can't be played safely, period. 
but it's a question of can it be played safe enough against COVID? That's really kind of the big, that's the big thing. And the Big 12 presidents are scheduled to meet again this weekend. Jake Trotter, who's covered the league for years, says, my experience covering numerous rounds of Big 12 realignment presidents in that league really value and care about what the presidents in the Big 10 and Pac-12 think will be interesting where they go from here. All right, let me get to this. The Lakers won last night. And uh, and when they got the win, I, I understand you can look at the final score and you can look at who played and who didn't play and say, hey, in the fourth quarter, Michael Porter Jr. didn't play. Jokic didn't play late down the stretch. Like they weren't, you know, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's a stud, by the way. Like I like this, this, this Nuggets team is the type of team that is probably never going to win a title unless everybody has injuries around them. And they just, they don't have, you know, they don't have at the very top, the top end, top end talent. Like maybe Michael Porter Jr. does because, and he was scared so many people away with his injuries, his injury to his hip, but he's kind of coming to his own on what's like one point year, 1.5 for him. But they, I, I love that they have guys, people, Bull Bull's a guy that was injured in college, supreme talent, starting to show himself. Monte Morris, a guy who improved steadily in college, gone through the G League, quality backup point guard. Beta Cates Diop is a guy, played, you know, four years at Ohio State, stretch big guy. Mason Plumley, who is as valuable big guy. Like, they have so many really good pieces. I don't know if they have enough great pieces outside of Jokic. And like Jamal Murray's really good. I don't know if he's great. But regardless of which, I like the Nuggets. Like, they are, write them down for 45 to 55 wins every year. I just don't think they're going to get to 60, regardless. Last night, they didn't play their stars in the fourth quarter. The Lakers did. The Lakers went for the win and got it. But what's more important is what happened with Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma ends up with 25 points on 16 shots, six boards, three assists, two steals, and three threes, the third of which was a play designed for him by Frank Vogel. When, when the Lakers put this team together this year, when they made the trade to get Anthony Davis, the plan was, hey, look, if we have Kuzma, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, we got 75 points. Right? We got 75 points. Maybe 80, could be 85 on a given night. But we got 75 points. All we got to find is 25 more points and play great defense, and we'll be fine. Or maybe... Try 35 more points. And as much as you can think, that sounds like a lot. Deion Waiters gave him 12 last night. Dwight Howard gave him eight. Uh, <laughs> Markeith Morris gave him eight. Uh, Danny Green hit, finally hit some shots. He gave him 11. And JaVale McGee gave him four. Remember, they're, they're playing. Caruso's not a scorer. Quinn Cook didn't play. They tried some different lineups. But here's why it's important. They're not winning anything unless they get production from Kuzma. And while you could have run a last second play for LeBron, who missed a three in the previous possession, he did have five threes in the night. You could have because it was a close game, you know, run a play for Anthony Davis. But instead, you ran a play for Kyle Kuzma and it worked. And of the things that I don't think we do a good enough job covering in professional and collegiate sports, it's two things conditioning and confidence. If you're not in shape, your body's just not going to be able to do what it can naturally do on its own. And everything's going to be a struggle. We don't cover that. You know, Zion we do, but not with everybody. There are some guys that have bad wind and they're always playing catch up late in the game. Or they're not keeping themselves, not getting their sleep, not getting their rest, they're drinking too much, they're not, not, not doing the right things. And then confidence. And so for the Lakers, does the wind matter? No, they were the one seed. Does the win matter because the, 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 the Nuggets didn't play their stars in, at late in the fourth quarter? No, doesn't really matter. But it does matter because in order for them to win big, they got to have Kyle Kuzma playing at his peak level. In order for him to have, play his peak level, he's got to have confidence. In order for him to have confidence, you got to run something for him late in the game and give him a chance, and they did, and he made it, and they won the game. I thought last night's win was big for that very reason. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, here's what I want to do, okay? Um, I'm going to play for you an interview um, that President Trump had with our own Clay Travis and Outkick the Coverage this morning. 
Now, there's a couple of things I want to do before I, I play this interview. Okay. This is really important. As I've I've maintained, and I, I you're allowed to support or not support the president. I don't care. I'm not trying to sway you politically. What I do do is I have my own beliefs, things I believe in, and in all honesty, sometimes they don't mark up with either side. Right? I'd be a really hard one to tell exactly how you vote or where you vote. We don't do politics on this show. I just, I, I like sports. I like politics. I'm interested in them, but that's not the root of who I am or what I'm about in terms of how I've done this show for 15 years, three different networks, right? I don't necessarily think you have to stick to sports, but if you're going to go to politics, you got to be careful of your listeners and of their level, their appetite for it. There's so much sports stuff going on that I don't know if I need to get into the protests and the kneeling even because there's other things that are interesting and you can get all of that discussion somewhere else. That said, there's only one leader of the free world. He is a major personality. He has some knowledge of sports, specifically the NFL, trying to get into the NFL. He was an owner in the USFL. He tried to buy back into the NFL, buy back buy into the NFL with Buffalo Bills years ago. He's a critic of sports and some of the sports social culture on Twitter. Like Donald Trump, he's on our air. We're going to at least play it for you so you can determine for yourself if you like the interview, if you don't like the interview, if you agree with his opinion, don't agree with his opinion. The most important thing is this. Me playing this interview in no way aligns with either Clay or Trump. On the other hand, it also doesn't say I don't align. It's simply me saying, dude, we had the president on Fox Sports Radio. Let's hear what he had to say. Here's a portion of the interview when they discuss the president's view on playing college football this year and what he's seen from the NBA bubble in Orlando. And Clay also got in who's the GOAT, Jordan or LeBron. We are joined now by the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Mr. President, thanks for starting your morning with us. We're excited to have you. Well, thank you very much, Clay. It's an honor. You have a great show. Well, I appreciate that. Now, I know you're a longtime sports fan, so there's a lot of things I want to get into with you. Uh, but I want to start, you've been a big supporter of Tom Brady for a very long time. What were your thoughts when he decided to move to Tampa Bay, and what do you think he's going to be capable of down there? Will you be rooting for him? Well, I think he's going to do a great job. You know, he's a winner. He knows how to win. That's a big thing. And uh, he's just been a great quarterback with a great coach. It's a great combination and, and a great owner in Bob Kraft, frankly. And uh, he probably wanted a change. He wanted a change. And I think, you know, he had plenty of uh, teams to go to. And he picked one with, from what I understand, a good offensive line and very good receivers. He looked at that closely. I think he probably had other choices where they had players. I think his biggest thing is he wants to win. And uh, from what I know, and I know the ownership of the team, they'll do whatever they have to because they're fantastic people, the owners of the team that Tom's on now. And uh, I think he's going to do well in Tampa Bay. I think he'll do well. I think he'll – I don't know why it would be a surprise, but perhaps it will be. But I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's going to do great. Uh, we're talking to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, what do you hear about the NFL? I know there's been a lot of talk. You mentioned that you talked to several different owners, Bob Kraft in particular. How confident are you that come September 10th with the scheduled opener between the Texans and the Chiefs that the NFL will be underway and everybody out there who's an NFL fan will be able to watch? Well, they want to open, and they want to open badly, and they've been working with government uh, I would say this, if they don't stand for the national anthem, I hope they don't open. But other than that, I'd love to see them open, and we're doing everything possible for uh, getting them open. Uh, they can protest in other ways. They shouldn't protest our flag or our country. But, have, you uh, talked, have you talked with owners about your hope that they're going to stand for the national anthem, the players? Uh, they know my, <laughs> they know my, my uh, feelings very well. They've been expressed. I think it's been horrible for basketball. Look at the basketball ratings. They're down, they're down to very low numbers, very, very low numbers. People are angry about it. They don't realize that they don't want – they have enough politics with guys like me. <laughs> they don't need uh, more as they're uh, driving down, uh, going up for the shot. You know, they don't need it. And there was a nastiness about the NBA the way it was done too. So yeah. I think that uh, they, uh, the NBA is in trouble. I think it's in big trouble, bigger trouble than they understand. And frankly, ice hockey, which is doing very well, 
They didn't do that. They respected uh, the mores. They respected what they're supposed to be doing. And uh, they're actually doing very well, as I understand it. I don't have much time to be watching this stuff, just so you understand. It's just what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. But uh, ice hockey was with respect. I did not like what baseball did even a little bit. And uh, again, you have to stand for your flag and you have to respect your flag and your country. You're making millions of dollars a year to be playing a sport. You'd be playing anyway. If you didn't make, they'd be playing it on the weekends. And uh, they got they have to respect their country. And if they don't, frankly, if the NFL didn't open, I'd be very happy if they don't stand for the flag and uh, stand strongly. I would be very happy if they didn't open with, without that. And with that being said, I'd love to see them open. We're, we're talking to Donald Trump, uh, the president of the United States. And President Trump, when you uh, look at the NBA and you just reference the NBA and all of the political statements that they're making, it seems like every time you send a tweet, a executive, a coach, a player, somebody will come out and immediately fire back at you. But yet the NBA is taking billions of dollars from China. There are right. all sorts of human rights violations going on in China right now. And none right. of the players and none of the coaches will say a word about that. Does it feel yeah. hypocritical that they will rip the United States? They won't stand for the anthem. They'll rip you as the president, but they won't say a negative word about China at all? Well, I haven't noticed them sending things back at me, but I will say that you know I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, some are very nasty, very, very nasty, and, and frankly, very dumb. Uh, but I haven't noticed that. But I will say this, the way they... Uh, the way they catered to China, the way they bowed to China, it's a disgrace, frankly. And they make a lot more money here than they do from China. But we have a system that allows you to disrespect your system, and that's uh, uh, too bad for them. Uh, too bad for them. They don't appreciate what they have here. But uh, no, I, what they did with China and what China did to us with the with the China virus and uh, and the rest of the world, by the way, you know, I mean, the whole rest of the world, they stopped it from going in and spreading in China, but they didn't stop it from spreading in the U.S. and in other parts of the world, including Europe, but other parts in the world, 188 countries. So uh, I watched that whole thing with the general manager of the team. Was it Houston? Yeah, uh, Daryl Morey, the general manager who said yeah. that he wanted to free Hong Kong. We're talking to the President of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, Mr. President, much less serious in terms of uh, the plague, although uh, the virus is impacting many different parts of sports in America, including potentially college football. I know you're a big college football fan. Uh, you went to the LSU-Alabama game this past year, Joe Burrow against uh, Tua Tagovailoa, great game. Uh, you went to the national title game where Clemson played against uh, LSU. Why is it important for college football to be played, and what do you think you can do to help that happen? Well, first of all, those those people, the people in that sport, it's just like, like incredible people. And, you know, like some of the coaches, like Nick Saban and, and uh, Coach O. How about Coach O? He's amazing. He's central casting, right? You're doing yes. a football movie, you got to pick him as your coach, right? And, yes. And put him in the movie. Uh, and Lou Holtz is a, just a fantastic guy, a friend of mine. He's been a supporter from the beginning and, uh, you know, just uh, just so many others, they're, they're just great people and they want to play football and they know better than anyone else. The other thing is and somebody was explaining, I had actually a great one of the great doctors. He said, these people are so powerful and so strong and not lots of body fat, although you could take a couple of offensive linemen perhaps and dispute that, but not a lot of body fat, uh, maybe none in some cases, you know, and they're very healthy people. They, you know, people don't realize it's a tiny percentage of people that that get sick and uh, they're old. It just attacks old people, especially old people with bad heart, diabetes, or some kind of a physical problem, uh, a weight problem. Isn't it wonderful that I'm of a perfect, a perfect <laughs> physical specimen? It's so great. Yeah, you're three percent body so fat, right? That's right. I was, uh, yeah, zero percent. Didn't I have zero percent? Somebody, somebody said I had zero percent body fat. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But no. But this attacks. Uh, Older people, very viciously, by the way, it can be if it's uh, the wrong person. But, you know, these football players are very young, strong people. And uh, physically, I mean, they're physically in extraordinary shape. So they're not going to have a problem. You're not going to see people, you know, could there be, could it happen? But I doubt it. You're not going to see people dying. And 
many people get it and they have like kids, they get it, they have the sniffles. Young kids, almost none have a serious problem with it. I mean, literally, you look, I think they said the state of California, almost nobody that's young had a, like zero, had a problem with meaning a, a serious problem with this disease. I mean, they get better very quickly if they get it at all. So I, I think I think football's making a tragic mistake. And you know, it's interesting, when it opens, I, I, when I went to that game, it was incredible. I went to a couple of them, and I never really did the big-time college football. I went to an Ivy League school. It wasn't quite the same. But when I went to Alabama and I went to LSU, and, you know, these stadiums are massive. You have no idea about that. It's much bigger crowds than the NFL. You know, in the NFL, you'll have 60. And here we had, I think, 115,000 people. And you go to see these games, and uh, it's 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 brilliant football. It's great football. It's the atmosphere. There's nothing like it. And you can't have empty seats. You know, if I had five empty seats, for instance, they said when I do a rally, sir, the reason I won't do them because you can't have uh, one seat and then seven around that seat, sir, have to be empty. Oh, that'll look great. You know, you have one person and everything's fake, empty around them. You can't do that. Uh, and I don't think. I'm not sure that college football can do it, but we'll have to see. You know, some sports I see. I think golf has not been hurt visually by. In fact, I think golf looks more beautiful. If you want to know the truth, you know, instead of uh, a lot of people, you know, the cheering's good, and certainly I guess the income is good and all. But golf works. You know, what works is UFC works very well. UFC. I watched that the other night, and they light up the stage. They light up the cage. And it's, uh, you know, really bright. They darken the arena, maybe put a little silk around it, who knows. But uh, that works. And other sports don't work. Basketball's not working. I think basketball's not working because of the way they treated our flag and our anthem, if you want to know the truth. But it doesn't seem to have anything. I just, I looked at it and I, I, I couldn't watch it. And uh, baseball, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't made a ruling on that yet in terms of uh, my own. I haven't had much of a chance to watch it. But uh, some sports are working okay, and some sports aren't. But I thought golf looked really good for the PGA. I I didn't miss the the fans, and I think that uh, probably UFC was a very good one. I I am not impressed. Uh, somebody told me hockey works okay, and uh, but th those sports are meant more for fans. I really believe that. I think they're meant more for fans. I think basketball is going to need its fans back. From what I'm seeing, it looks very dull. I'm going to hit you with a sports question on your way out. The number one debate among sports fans for the last 10 years probably has been who is better as a basketball player, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Which Michael do you Jordan. think, no doubt in your mind? Well, I've seen them both. Michael Jordan is – plus he wasn't political, so people like him better. <laughs> That is a perfect answer. Donald Trump, President Trump, I appreciate you coming on. You're happy to welcome to come on anytime to talk sports with us. Thank you for the time this morning, sir, and good luck the rest of your term and maybe a next one too. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you. All right. That's uh, Clay Travis having the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, on earlier today on Outkick the Coverage, which is our morning show on Fox Sports Radio. Starts at 6 a.m. on the East, ends at 9 a.m. on the East, 3 to 6 West Coast time. I got a lot of thoughts on it. I'll share with you some of those thoughts um, upcoming. Plus, what are the chances college football is actually played in the spring? We'll discuss next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Top of the hour, we'll play for you sound the commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren's first year on the job, hasn't even had a year on the job, his first uh, summer on the job, Dave Revson, who uh, probably my oldest friend in the business, in the TV business, is um, uh, the lead host for the Big Ten Network. He also has some sort of executive title. He's been there since 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 day one. Um, I thought it was a fascinating interview. Some really tough questions asked to the commissioner of the Big Ten who postponed their season, at least for now, until spring. Play that for you at the top of the hour. Quick reaction if you were listening um, to the Donald Trump interview, President Trump interview with Clay Travis, I, like I, th- I thought it was that was great. I mean, obviously, you know, he goes to in his political swings and has to mention guys kneeling and and some sort of correlation to what that means in ratings. But that is very much on brand for Donald Trump, right? There was no being off brand. There was some moments there where he slipped into being, uh, uh, you know, just Donald Trump. And there, then he'd, he'd go back to being President Trump and the whole kind of persona. Yeah, full full disclosure, we didn't we didn't air a lot of the China free Hong Kong stuff. You know, it just went out of the purview of sports and didn't think it fit. And for time constraints, we didn't do it. But um, if you if you thought Donald Trump wasn't paying attention to who's kneeling, who's not, you're. You, are, you haven't been paying attention. And um, I think there are many times in which he could present a better argument or 
the right argument without throwing in the politics. It's like the Jordan thing. Like, look, he's like, man, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan was just better. And then he's like, and he was not political. It was like, I forgot that LeBron doesn't like me. But Jordan probably doesn't necessarily like him either. Jordan's thing was, you know, back in the day, he held his tongue on politics and he's been lambasted for it. And recently he started donating millions upon millions of dollars. But all in all, like, I don't know what, what happens with, with people is we're to this point and Trump welcomes this. He's so polarizing that even playing the interview, you know, somehow makes me some sort of bad hair, horrible dude. When the truth is, the truth is that anytime a president comes on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to play it for you. And especially in this pandemic, in this time, and he has his own feelings about whether or not schools should play or the NFL should play. And he does have, he has greater ties to sports than, than some, than even President Obama. Like George W. Bush had owned the Texas Rangers, right? Obviously a huge baseball fan. And Donald Trump had owned a USFL football team and tried to buy the Buffalo Bills. So there's a greater tie to sports. Anyway, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just simply explaining why I enjoyed it, even if I can't tell you that I'm a Donald Trump fan. I like hearing a president try and be on a sports show and talk about sports and keep up with the sports conversation. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. What do you got there, Dan Byer? Uh, Doug, I've got news just in. Brett McMurphy of Stadium, Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, reporting that Pac-12 presidents have decided to not play a 2020 fall college football season. Still waiting uh, news breaking within the last minute or so, but the uh, Pac-12 on the heels of the uh, Big Ten announcement announcing that they will uh, or are set to announce that there will be no Pac-12 football this fall. That from uh, Brett McMurphy and Pete Thamel. So we've got that. Yep. Yep. I mean, we, we knew that the Pac-12 would follow like lemmings or whatever the Big Ten, Big Ten did. All right. The game today, Doug, is... What are the chances? All right, Doug. What are the chances that the Big Ten plays football in the spring? Um, I think uh, 95%. Think it's going to happen? Okay. Because yeah. they- they're going to play... For, they, they play spring football anyway. This would just be a way to try and capitalize on it. Okay. I, do, I don't know what it looks like, but they will play spring football. All right. Then uh, I guess uh, maybe this next one will be uh, 100%, but what are the chances any conference plays college football this spring? 100%. 100%. All right. Uh, Doug, what are the chances that the start of college basketball is delayed? Uh, 85%. 85%. I Look, I think they'll start, and they'll start – at about the same time around Thanksgiving, I just think the way it looks will be different. I would guess that they try and do some sort of bubble format for for tournaments. You know, it's actually it's actually doable for some of these. You know, the Maui invitation or whatever. You fly out, you spend time in quarantine, you get tested. If you're clean, you get to play, and if you don't, you don't. I think college basketball will start. It won't be quite on time, but they will start relatively the same same time of it. All right, Doug, uh, outside of college football, what are the chances a team outside of L.A. makes the NBA Finals in the West? Uh, 15% chance. Those are the two best teams. I get that the Lakers have flaws and that the, the Clippers haven't been taking things seriously and they have some their stars are constantly hurt. But if you don't like, then tell me who you do like. Is it Utah? Mm, Oklahoma City? Not really. Not for not to beat them for you know four out of seven games. Denver, no. I just you have to find a different team, and I can't find one outside those LA teams. I'll say fifteen percent. All right, Doug. What are the chances the NBA keeps the eight nine playing for future seasons? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say forty percent chance. Forty percent chance. Finally, Doug. What are the chances that Major League Baseball plays its postseason in a bubble? Ooh, ninety uh, percent chance. Ninety percent chance. Major League Baseball. The the where they make their money is in the postseason and you have to that postseason has to go off without a hitch and if they're not going to have fans what's the difference having la you got three stadiums close you do it that way i would say that's like an 85 percent chance that's game huh game time. this is game time on the doug gottlieb show 
All right, so if you're just joining us, there's going to be no Pac-12 and no Big Ten football in the fall. They're going to try and play in the spring. SEC still wants to play. ACC still wants to play. Big 12 is like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, I'll react, get some of your reactions, and try and figure out why this happened so quickly. Find out next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.